right, y'all, we are back. Make that radio show with Tipsy Talk with TNA, my co-host over there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one came about. That came through better. Uh, it's Andres and Miss Tiara Ponce, yeah. and we have our first guest of the show. We're excited, Mr. Mr. Todd Davis. How you hey, doing, hey. sir? What's up, man? What's going on, man? T, what's going? How are you? Queen of New York in the Pizza GA. <laughs> <laughs> Queen of New York in the Pizza GA. I like that. Pizza GA. Andreas, man, good to see you too, bro. It is, you know, we go back a long time. We do. We go back a long time. I'm still 27, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to go with. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Okay. Nah, man, we, we, uh, we go all the way back to when Middle Georgia State University was making state. When making state. Was that 0203? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had transferred out. I went to my first year, was at Fort Valley. Fort Valley. Mm-hmm. And then I had transferred because it was either that year or my sophomore year, somewhere in between there. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I'm like, that's so far along, though. Uh, no, I was being charged because I'm from Tennessee originally. So I was being charged out of state tuition in Georgia, and I was paying like three times the amount of tuition that normal students at Fort Valley was paying. Yeah. You so, probably saw me fraud in the system. No, no, no. What? I, <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> nah, there was a lot of people get over in financial aid, man. There was people, man, they're getting crazy financial aid checks. Like everybody has an auntie in Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I did is I transferred to Macon State at the time, um, and they gave me in-state tuition uh, rates. So then I didn't like their uh, school because I felt like a number. Plus, I didn't I didn't like the, the, uh, the degree because University Systems of Georgia... Um, they're both in the University System of Georgia uh, Regency or whatever um, so the schools cannot offer the same degrees because of the uh, proximity of where they are are you serious? Uh huh. for real that's like a rule with the university it's like 20 something schools that are in the University System of Georgia system um, that falls up under that uh, thing so I was like you know what it was a business information technology degree, you know, like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. No, administrative process, man, I got in that school like a four hours, got financial aid and had bookstore money to go get my books. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I was like, uh, I felt like a number, so I did a whole year there and then I transferred back to Fort Rally. But while I was there, that's where I met Ty. Oh, wow. Just a whole year? I thought you stayed there like two years. Mm-hmm. It was only a year. Only one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, your cousin, mm-hmm. called Man of Fred. Yeah. Um, yeah, Andrea, man. Marshawn. Marshawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so we all used to. Yeah, we all used to, play like, ball, hang it, yeah, play ball in the gym and stuff like that. Like, uh-huh. and, and, and I, I know. I playing ball and going to class sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then this, this is the interesting <laughs> thing about that. Like <laughs> 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 now, nah, for real, they didn't have a basketball team, so they put yeah. together intramural league. Yeah. And oh this was a thing. I didn't know anybody, right? Nobody knew me. So they didn't know, like, I, I get down with the balling. And I had the suckiest team, right? We are all the suckiest people got put on. No, not me. Yeah, right, but all right. the other sucky like people. It was the worst team ever. I was on right. Yeah, I was on the team. And I was getting pissed at my own team because, like, we played the first game. We played the best team because they had all the better players because everybody picked their, you know, same people. It's like. Pick up ball or whatever. Okay, so you was on the sucky team because you didn't know anybody. Yeah, nobody knew me, and I wasn't one to be able. To, I wasn't the one who were elected to be to draft their players okay, or whatever. Okay. Uh, so I just got put on the sucky team. So first half of the game, they 
killing us. I'm like, the score was like, they was at least beating us by like 30 points or something like that <laughs> by halftime, right? So I got pissed. <laughs> I think you might have been there for this game. I, I can't remember. Um, so second half, I was like, I'm going to take it upon myself. I'm going to do what I do. <laughs> so I had like second half, we had got a rebound. I got the rebound. I crossed one dude over. I'm going down half court. Now, one of my teammates sprinting. He already, he could have got the layup, right? Uh-huh. Um, I was like, no, fuck that. Right, I crossed over. Uh, I pulled up. <laughs> I pulled up at the three, right? I lit the gym on fire. Everybody erupted. They're like, oh. Uh-huh. I said that like the energy. Uh-huh. And I, I just went off. I just started, you know, shooting and all that. And then, of course, I started passing or whatever. We still lost that game, but we lost it only by 10. There you go. We came back from a 30-point deficit and only lost by 10. I remember that. So you're like mm-hmm. Air Bud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Did, 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 like, yeah. We call it Andres, we call him Raul. <laughs> 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 Raul. 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 Abdul. Yeah. Let me find out. So you can leave. You can have yeah, your leave. Now we have media. Uh huh. Like all this other stuff. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know. Yeah, I've been in the NBA. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I like Master P. You know what I'm saying? You know. But now, today's episode, uh, self-care and nutrition. Um, shoot, that was a long little intro. Hey, you know what? I'm going to chop this down and go make a trailer out of that because that was pretty cool. Right. Uh, so, Ms. Pasa, you know, start us off with uh, why self-care and nutrition, why is it valuable? Uh, sure. Uh, nutrition, <laughs> self-care, all that good stuff. Taking care of yourself. Um, as we discussed before, like expressing yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Being in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing... What is self-care is a big thing. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. know what self-care is. Uh, a lot of people are okay with just on a daily basis, you know, oh, you know, I brush my teeth and I wash my face or whatever, like, and I take a shower. That's self-care. No, it goes into your mental health. It goes mm-hmm. into your hobbies. It goes into the time that you actually take for yourself. Mm-hmm. So we need to understand what is considered self-care. And nutrition is a big part of that. Some people think like, oh, well, I don't get that. I hear that a lot. Like, (laughs) I don't gain weight. So, yeah, I'm going to eat these chicken wings and I'm going to eat these french fries or whatever. And it's like, that's cool that physically, you know what I mean, your body may be, you know what I mean, not changing to what you're doing. However, those clogged arteries when you're older will definitely reflect what you're doing. So self-care definitely is something that we need to dive deeper into um, at any age. It's never too late to change your nutritional um, views and values. Uh, however, it's something that we need to take care of. Uh, of course, you know me and my reading. I've been reading up on some stuff, and I want to clap it up for millennials. Not saying that any other group is not trying, but uh, millennials, they are showing that we actually are taking a big dive into our nutrition and our self-care because we give a crap more than a lot of generations, as they say. And by that, I mean, you know, we're questioning what the nutritional value is on the back of the label. What are these, you know, ingredients? What are these chemicals? What do they mean? We're questioning shots. We're question. We we are the big question mark group. You know what I mean? So we're like, okay, well, what is a GMO? What is soy? You get what I'm saying? And you can't really throw a product at us anymore without us questioning it. Uh, a lot of people are getting hype about like the Impossible Burger at Burger King, and everybody's like, oh, it's so good. I tried it, and it was good. 
Yeah. It was good. However, to find out that it was a GMO, I was like, okay. Like, other than, you know, what is it? Um, the way I digest it, digesting mm-hmm. beef is three days, but everything other than my digestive time, mm-hmm. it was just as bad as eating a burger. You get what I'm saying? Because what is it made up of? Yeah. Not for nothing, I squeezed it and it freaked me out and I threw it away. Because you oh, well. see, like, these pockets of whatever. It's it's different. It's impossible. Ugh. You get what I'm saying? So what is it made of? And then for companies that are supposed to be health freaks coming at it, it's like, well, of course the fast food chain has found a shortcut to give us health. Mm-hmm. And we have to do it ourselves. You cannot find, you know what I mean, all your nutrition in a drive-thru. So I, I appreciate that. That's just for starters at mm-hmm. least. But I appreciate that. Yeah. We are now taking a dive at any age group, you know, as the vegans and all these different diets that we have, we are starting to question and give a crap as we should. Because I no, thought it was uh, impossible that the fast food in- industry is yeah. not going toward mm-hmm. non-meat, vegan, wouldn't that... Wouldn't that make you a dollar? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, and then, like, we were sharing, too, man, a little side of what comes about the whole CBD. Mm-hmm. The, the, the gimmick of mm-hmm. saying it's, you know, so give us your, you know, your expert and professional opinion when it comes to self-care and nutrition, especially from being, you know, physically, physically fit. Yeah, man. Um, it, you know, because we, we've been playing ball and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're staying active. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the actual fitness and well-being. Saying like you were saying, with the self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, so being an athlete, you think that you're in a certain shape to play ball or to play this certain sport. The actual fitness pedigree is something that I wanted to get into based off of how it really makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Physically and mentally. So the whole physical part, jumping jacks, burpees, whatever the case may be, but how do you emotionally feel? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you, you quite naturally people are seeing certain exercises, I can't do it. How? Why? Mm-hmm. Well, I struggle with da da da. Okay, modify it. Mm-hmm. You know, after certain modifications, now you got to start doing it. So for me, my I get a, I get a, a little kick out of somebody who once said that they couldn't do it, mm-hmm. and now they can't do it. So especially since recovering from my Achilles. Um, certain limitations that I had um, and now it's like okay the next step of fitness is not that emotional you know what I mean? how do you feel because it's a relational type thing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to, to get up for me to get up four by back in the week and work out whether it be in the morning or at night or whatever the case may be to find that emotional attachment like that I don't feel like doing it have to just remind yourself why you started doing yeah so now it's responsibility on me because if I call myself a coach or trainer instructor whatever the case may be am I following my same belief principles 
So man, it's it's been it's been real good journey. Like the last three or four strong years last year, like I said, I was out. Mm-hmm. But now this year we keeping that same energy. Okay. Right. So 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 that that rings volumes of why did you start in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, and the same positivity that you had. And now I got people saying to me, so it's a thing, man. We talk about copyright, man. I think I need to yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get out of that. All right, y'all. Well, you know, we're going to take a moment real quick. And when we get back, we're going to do The Art Of by Miss Ponce. You know, I feel lonely, for example. And when do you feel lonely, Tiara? 
Um, I feel lonely at night. All right. You know what I mean? That's something that, whatever. You know what I mean? I might be in my feelings or whatever. But if it, I wake up in the morning and I feel low and lonely. It's like, okay, that leads on to more questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know that you can relate as mm-hmm. far as just like knowing about the mind and psychology and things like that. You have to have those pointers and those self-checks. And I feel like sometimes we don't do it because it's just like, oh, I gotta wake up in the morning, crap, I'm late, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Did I brush my teeth? Is this deodorant? Like, you get what I'm saying? We have so many things that that's considered a self-check to some people is yeah. having a deodorant in the car for uh-huh. backup. And we're not going to act like we don't do it because I'm very honest with myself. I'm sticking no. I got exactly. perfume. I got deodorant. Like, I even carry a toothbrush and toothpaste mm-hmm. in my makeup bag. Like, and those are considered self-checks. And, like, there's some people that are like, yeah, I'm on it. And it's like... How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Do you mm-hmm. feel excited about the day? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is this day about to happen to you? Or are you about to impact your own day? Um, so that's one thing I, I would definitely want our listeners, as well as you guys, with your healthy selves, um, to definitely check in on. Okay. Um, and it's, it's really like, you know, what do I need more of? Yeah. What do I need less of? You know, what do I want right mm-hmm. now? How often do you say that to yourself? What do I want right now? That's and the first too. undertone is selfishness. Yeah. But it's not. You gotta care about yourself. You do. Because you can't care for others if you don't care about yourself. No, I've been valuing naps. Mm-hmm. What? I'm gonna hey. go to sleep on the earth. My, <laughs> <laughs> my wife, uh, <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up. I tell my wife all the time, like, I used to love, like, college because I would sleep during the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I feel like I needed a nap. And I tell her now, like, man, to take ni- naps, you know, it helps, like, rejuvenate you or whatever. But then there's also been a study saying that, you know, if you nap or whatever, you live longer and things of this nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be tired. I'm like, man, we need to, like, nap as a society during, like, certain yeah, times or whatever. We just shut Everybody down. And just, just take it, like, you know, a good 30, you know, hour, it. hour and a half, maybe. You like know? Lunch break. Yeah, just yeah, nap. Right. And she'd be like, man, don't, don't mind nap. Don't mind nap. This old people or something like this, like old, like people are already shouldn't nap. Like, nah, you got it wrong, man. I'm trying to nap. Mm, trying to nap out of time. Right? No, but think about like <laughs> think about school. Yeah. Like how screwed up is it that like we go to school and like at first we're like, oh, we get nap time, uh, and then you get to one stupid grade that's like, you about to you about to stay up all all day throughout all these mm-hmm. hours. The kids are like, wait, what? No, no, no. Last mm-hmm. year right. I was able to take a whole hour nap, right. mm-hmm. whether I just laid there and didn't go to sleep or I did, like. Mm-hmm. So they lose that. Like, yeah. kids don't Even uh, Trigger Warning with Mike, uh, yeah, Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he yeah, did I the napping, yeah. I'm like, man, we need to, like. We need to nap, man. Yeah. yeah. And then think about it, too. If you just take a minute. Mm-hmm. Take a minute. The decision that, you know what, hold on, let me sleep on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, let me ponder. Literally. Let me ponder. And then we're, we're so robotic to just. And quick responses, yep. and and going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Like me, I tell people all the time, I feel guilty when I sleep, and it's like I take knees and nap. So, uh, so why you feel guilty though? Because I feel like I'm I'm not I'm not working. Because I think we're the, remote control. That goes back to like last week conversation though. Like we're programmed. We're very programmed. Yeah, we're programmed. Saying, we're remotely controlled for other people's services or whatever uh-huh. we're catering to for them. Like if you don't respond to my text right then, uh-huh. doesn't mean that I, I saw it. 
And that's why I just don't, I don't answer my phone. Mm-hmm. And that's what I just do now. I naturally just, I literally keep my phone on silent all day. That's why we go to voicemail. I check my phone when I check my phone. That's why I go to voicemail. I do apologize. <laughs> I'm working on it. No, nah, that's cool but though. I, I get it. Look at, like, I definitely I get it. Because the thing is, and I tell, and this is a great time to say this. Mm-hmm. I tell people, it's not that I'm looking at the phone and I'm like, Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, let me finish this. Mm-hmm. No, the, the phone is literally in my pocketbook, and I'm mm-hmm. doing whatever I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? Uh, if you see me take a picture and then you try to call me right after that, that does yeah. nothing. I'm, I am intentionally, yes, the answer is I'm intentionally yeah. ignoring that. That's, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But other than that, I no. Saw you I saw post. Why are you answering me? Yeah, oh, that's cute. Like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We are so obligated to society and I feel like that is my problem but that's where technology I tell people all the time that's where technology comes in and that's its disservice to us because we're instant gratification and I'm like we need to go back I'm like I'm old enough to know when you know cell phones came out I'm older than the internet you know what I'm saying yeah right you are older than the I tell my kids all the time with the snake game on it, and <laughs> yeah, I, like fossil, the I Nokia. Yeah, it was a Nokia, the little Pika uh-huh. one with a little case. I tell my kids all the time, like, man, and I be telling my wife, I'm like, look, you have to understand. Stop calling me back to back to back to back if I don't answer the first time. I'm not dead. It's just that I'm busy or something. But I'm oh, like, no, you I do the same thing. You, you determine my life status, whether you think I'm here or not. It don't matter. I'm not going to But I'm like, we have to get out of this wanting stuff done instantaneously, and we want it at our convenience. But because that's, that's just people in general. People want but that, but done that though through we've done that through though like you can go to self-checkout not to wait on a cashier i'm like you can get stuff you know why we go to self-checkout well i'm I'm just saying talking about it it creates all this i don't want to talk to the cashier i want my employee discounts because i have to walk around the store and find everything my damn self so no but i will say that it's how we respond to these things because Mm -hmm. a lot of times Things are going to happen. Yeah. You can you cannot control what people do. Yeah. You can, however, control how you respond to them. Yes. And what you are a victim to. Just like how we discussed last week. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? If you don't say anything or you answer every time, guess what? You become a slave to your phone. Yeah. The person paying this bill gets to determine when this phone gets answered. And don't nobody pay this bill. Yeah. So guess what? I get to determine when I answer my phone. Mm-hmm. Relationships will be like that too sometimes. Romantically involved, like you say, married. It's like, well, I mean, I mean, I can stop, drop, and roll. I might stop, look at the phone, like, okay, boom. and drop it, and drop it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like I'm not. <laughs> this is dumb. You know, we become so prone to that um, that we become, like I say, remotely controlled mm-hmm. by the cellular device. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't respond to me right then. Okay, now that's a sign of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it what I'm saying? It's a sign of this last phone call we about to have. Right. <laughs> Get it all out. Right. Get it all out. Right. <laughs> right. Say what you want to say. So, and that too, again, goes back to the wellness of yeah. your mind because mm-hmm. my mental health shouldn't be. I gotta answer this person. I gotta answer this person. Mm-hmm. Who the hell? Like, you don't even know who are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I do, I shouldn't get backlash. And if it is, then I need to put you in another category. Because technically, you're not respecting me as a person or as a business person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's that thing where, you know, let me put me first. Mm -hmm. So if I was to ask myself, what do I need now? 
and people may say it's self-absorbing. Mm-hmm. Well, who else is responsible for me? Right. Exactly. Who's going to absorb all of this? <laughs> myself. <laughs> myself. And I think as entrepreneurs, too, uh, when we begin to, you know, elevate, we, we have to put people in certain places and do it like a, uh, a planet. Okay, from 6 p.m. to 7 mm-hmm. p.m. That's the only time I'm answering God. Yeah, because it will go, it will lose control. And I've, I've yeah. dealt with that where, you know, people just pull out of my time and I'm like, look, this is when we're doing stuff. And yeah. like, nah. But, uh, you know, we got we to gotta keep moving on That's with it. this, this right. uh, segment. Especially like, what we talking about? Mm-hmm. We're right. talking about money. Yeah. But I will say, and this is this is going into the next pointer of it, mm-hmm. um, I exercise my block list. Okay. I exercise it on people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Whether it's I just don't want to talk to you today, mm-hmm. or I'm just permanently deciding that you're not going to actively use my telephone number. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, find your own rhythm yes and routine yes find Love your it. own like yeah. having your schedule and i was gonna ask you guys like mm-hmm. this is what i was gonna say as an entrepreneur uh-huh. starting out we believe and it is almost true as well that mm-hmm. every call is a dollar mm-hmm. so yeah. we are a slave to our cell phones you yeah, know what i'm are. saying if i yeah. see a number that's not saved i'm like tipsy arts hi this is tr ponce uh-huh. hi this is the crib boutique custom well, you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i'm saying something i see that google number and i'm mm-hmm. like all right what is it yeah you get what i'm saying but that it's not me finding just like how you said schedule those times six to seven i'm going to answer the phone mm-hmm. so i'm asking you guys you know finding your own r- rhythm and routine oh pointer andreas gave me some great advice before mm-hmm. and he was telling me how to schedule out my day i was like andreas like literally having two businesses and still doing all the things that I do just as me, it drives me crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he gave me this cool, cool idea. You guys gotta pay for it. Um, on how to schedule it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's genius and it works. And if you like to figure it out, you can go call for a consultation or whatever. No, right. But <laughs> I I love the plug. Why we do this? Yeah. I found my own rhythm and routine in that. You get what I'm saying? And it took me having to realize that I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Um, because that's another thing a part of self-care is some of us are so full of ourselves that we think all of it is up there and it ain't. Yeah. Sometimes we need to stop and mm-hmm. if you pray, you know what I mean? If you need to read a book. If you need to, you know what I mean, just walk in traffic, like whatever it is, to so go ahead and traffic. cash it out with yourself. Sometimes we need to <laughs> And by walking track, I don't literally mean that. No, 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 I get it. But like, I have walked streets. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, silence and just walk the streets. Mm-hmm. Walk past traffic. Walk on the bridge. I used to, when I was home, I used to walk the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, wow. That was my serenity. And if you notice, when I go mm-hmm. home, I always have a picture of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. That is my zen. Yeah. Like, there's no place in the world. I tell people, if I got married or if mm-hmm. I, like, chose to, like, I chose to get married. I would get married to Brooklyn Bridge and be completely content. Just uh, boy, that's gonna be a good, uh, a good uh, another topic for us to talk about. Marriage. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. Yeah, that's good. That's gonna, gonna be, be great. Funny. Yeah. But father and mom. The auntie. <laughs> but yeah, so. How do you guys have your routines? Oh man, I used to. Um, I used to let everybody set my schedule, or whatever, and then I was like, oh, I got tired of that, whatever, and then as I created, you know, because I have technically like five businesses yeah and with eight kids and a wife and you know yeah 
So like people right. like it, it's amazing like people not to brag and nothing like that. It's only one of you, right? Yeah, it's only one of me. Uh, yeah, I wish I could that's, call that's, myself. That's up for debate. <laughs> yeah. That's really up for you debate. You know what? It, 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 it's hilarious there's how people, you know. They be asking, like, how you do all this stuff, whatever. And then, like, people be complaining, like, how they can't get stuff done. I'm like, man, it's just about time management. Um, but, yeah, my routine now is more, like, just going with the flow. I learned how to flow like water. Yeah. So now, like, I do set something. Like, this is structured, right? You know, right. we have to, I know we have to do something every week. Um, but I know it's open to flexibility. Yes. So that is my routine now. I just let my demand determine what I handle because I've, I've, I've gotten comfortable mm-hmm. with one not always answering the phone, knowing that you know whether or not it's gonna be money because a lot of people play. Um, so I just let like I made money today from was it Morrow or whatever people buying stuff online for the cook shop. Shout out to uh, Georgia. Yeah, uh, made you know quite a bit uh, money the other like two days ago to where someone's gonna carry the product now. They went and bought stuff in wholesale. So now I got business accounts that I've been establishing. Nice. He yeah. Buying up the other day. <laughs> huh? Buying all that oil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did make that, yeah. Oh, yeah you, you know, I still got my, I got my, uh, my, you know, my clients, customers, and then I also got my business retail now. So with that, but then even doing stuff here, whatever, I just go with the flow now. I'm, I'm, I learned how to be more fluid with stuff that I have set in stone. Like I have meetings scheduled this all meet this week, right? I did an interview before this. We got this one. Uh, tomorrow, I have a business meeting with Brandy. I got on Tuesday, I got to go to McDonald's and do another interview. And I also have to go drop off product. And then Wednesday, I have... Uh, what I got to do on Wednesday? It's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll post it on Facebook. Oh, another interview on Wednesday, I believe, or something like that. And then Thursday, football game. And then Friday, a uh, potential meeting for... Be a, someone being a supplier for mm-hmm. the cook shop for like and you're and stuff. Whole places this week too. Not this week, next week. Okay. I can't do uh, the 19th or whatever because Andrea going to Pennsylvania for uh, National Periods Day conference or something like that. Yeah, so. Now all that is somebody's birthday out of eight kids. Somebody got a birthday. Next month. Okay. Yeah, this month was Andrea. Say, That's why we went to New York. Man. Oh man, I asked them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for birthday, real. <laughs> child number five. Is it you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how I deal with uh, mine. I just flew it. Random, you ready? Mm-hmm. Did you know you still have all these kids? No, <laughs> no. I uh, like the running joke now. I tell people is that, like back when I had like, back when we had like, what was it about five of them? We used, I used to say, you know, I wanted uh, five. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted uh, what I say, I wanted four. She wanted three. We compromised at five or six or whatever the case may be. Now, you know, I just increased the number. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I say want that. Four, uh, I want three. All right, cool. Let's just get five. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that, that's. Rock, paper, I do right, that right, exactly. Right, right. You're not getting fed tonight. I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, you know, just to, you know, throw people, you know, off or whatever when I say that because it's hilarious to me. Because, you know, like, Andrea, she'll post Like, she posted something the other day. It was like, you know, when people see you have eight kids, you're like, what? You're sitting there counting or whatever. I'm like, right. Well, and then people are like, oh, you, you sure you want nothing? Like, we had all that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, but y'all not here taking care of none of your kids? Right. I'm like, just mind your own business. Right. Because I, mean, I, know, I know your house is clean. Like, <laughs> the 
done, and if the first round the kids ain't do it, I'm gonna send the second team in. Yeah, I'm getting them to you know go through all that or whatever. So you know, no, it, it does get uh, disorderly though. Um, I'm like, you got like Don't toys and shit like everywhere. They you know? are they, 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 no, they are. They good. Great, they great kids, whatever. So yeah, but like you know, how do you you know set your routine? Oh man, um. First thing is, I've been making it an effort to get up at a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. stretch, meditate. No TV, it's positive affirmation, or it's a, a YouTube vid um, that comes to my phone. Um, you know, something inspirational, spiritual, so I can connect. You know, get my daughter to school. Start my day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eating um, to um, meal prep or mm-hmm. you know, iron clothes on Sunday. At least you know a certain amount of outfits that I know that I got something going on. This is what I need to do. Pack my bag. Like, I got fitness class. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clockwork. It's Tuesday and Thursday fitness class. Get closer to the weekend now. Yeah. I'm booked for certain events on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Or sometimes Sunday. You just have to just, you know, checklist, write stuff down. Yeah. That <laughs> helps out. Write stuff down. <laughs> it helps out. that calendar. Staring. Thinking in, uh, on the phone so it'll mm-hmm. pop up. Okay, two o'clock lunch. Yeah. Such and such at such and such. And just doing better by it. And then. Um, it's it's, it's an or, organized confusion sometimes. Yeah, because I don't. It's like organized it. chaos. I love that thing. I, 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 I don't. I don't clean up. Mm-hmm. I don't clean up, but I can pinpoint. I remember where it's at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Story so I'm doing, doing and that's <laughs> you know another thing. Doing better than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just prioritizing and know how to go to bed. Angry. Yeah. I, I be up. You know, YouTube there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's trying to give myself a new it's bedtime. Yeah, yeah. Like 9.45. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. If I don't have nothing going on. I'm getting dressed mm-hmm. to go somewhere yeah. at 9.45. But, you know, but you're, you know, you're at a different point in your yeah, life, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we, got some, we got some time on you. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> you still young like and vibrant. Like you're still vibrant. And my prime is the word. No, no, no. Me after nine o'clock, I don't know. Should be done. I think y'all hit y'all wrong until later on. Your schedule just made me tired. I love the discipline because I ain't got it. Yeah. I mean, but, 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 but I'm gonna tell you now. I mean, when I was in, you know in the club and the nightlife, you know that was my thing too. So then, if I was working full time, yeah, you know, I get off at like five, six, then I might have to go to the club at eight, nine to set up. DJ, mm-hmm. I ain't getting in the two to thirty three, but then I gotta go to work. At this amount of time, I made an average four hours of sleep. That's mm-hmm. my life right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it, it's, it's, it's changed. Mm. It's changed. Wow, so that's me, gonna change. Though, I'm telling you, wait till you hit your thirties. But now, for real though, it's, it's gonna start to change. I'll be drinking electrolytes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, out. like your whole pers- your whole I'm mentality, all that stuff. stuff. I'm gonna live forever. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying you can't live forever. You know, say if you feel like you can do that, you do it. Like, we're live at Andreas's um, stone because he tried to play me about the health topic. I won. <laughs> 
And I'm so, still, you know. <laughs> the, um, so was that the the end? I, I don't want to cut your segment off. No, like you're that. fine. We got one more though, because I'm in, I'm enjoying this a little bit. Okay. Uh, the last thing is to create an absolute no list. Mm. What I say no to. Yes. So, perfect example. Uh huh. Um, you say, uh, I am not participating in gossip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not answering the phone during dinner. Okay. Not keeping anything that you don't love or need. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good one. Not using credit cards unless you pay them off fully at the end of the month. It's a stretch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And not rushing. Yeah. I do that. I do that with class. I mean, everyone knows I show up. Dash me late. It's very early. Uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's part of my self-care. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta work on I mean, I have to work on that. Like, yeah. I do. But my self-care is... Oh, I shows up. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. And I'm like, hey guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're packing up. And I'm like, what? No. Come on, guys. I don't rush. I don't rush. That is something that I feel as though when I arrive... That is a very joyous moment for a lot of people. Well, you know, time, yeah, how we look at time or whatever is different. Um, you know, unless it's something to where, like, you know, someone's paying you to host or something like that. Oh, I that's see a, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, your difference. I'm like, that's with anything, you know. But if someone does put out there, like, you know, I put on my flyers most of the time, it's going to happen between six and nine. You get there at nine, I'm sorry, we're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm right. Unless I just got I'm people. Like, you know, <laughs> but I've also like, you know, understand, though, you know, we all got because sometimes I don't meet something unless it's business meeting or something like that. Sometimes I get some people stuff, you know, about 20, 30 minutes late due to whatever. But time is just a human conception, though, because we think about it in the grand scheme of things in the universe. What's a billion years? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what is time? Something we made up. Yeah, I like these disciplines. So what would yeah. be something that's on your no list? Uh, my no list is actually like more about like uh, I'm not doing business with this person or yeah. because of I have principles in business that I adhere to. And I won't do business with people. I don't care if it's a good business deal because I don't like the way that you do business. So yeah. I will turn down like um, quote unquote opportunities but I also am the person who believes that I don't believe in one chance opportunities I believe in multiple opportunities and you bring opportunities to yourself Absolutely. I don't believe that you know my destiny is written in stone or whatever I believe I make my own destiny mm-hmm. um, so I believe I create my own opportunities I create my own circumstances so like I have a no list I, actually it's more than that it's a shit list uh, yeah, yeah, not for real. I got a shit list for people who were supposed to show up for interviews and who didn't bother to send me a text or call or anything like that. Because I'm like, I'm coming here, I'm breaking it away from my time yeah. to do this, to give someone else platform. Because even with this, this validates people. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me to do that to other people, and I've impacted people's sales. Mm-hmm. I've gotten people followers. Mm-hmm. Like I just did a video, and I'm like, it's almost the 500 views already, and I just uploaded a couple of days ago. So people look at the stuff, and yeah. it's organic. You know what I'm saying? People connect with it. I ain't got time to be playing nobody. I got other yeah. stuff I can do to make money. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. don't play right. with me. But yeah, I got shit lists. So I don't care. I don't care if you become the world famous. Like you don't have to be on my platform. You know, yeah. Whatever. I don't feel like that's me missing out on something because I don't need you. Mm-hmm. 
you're not in my energy or whatever. You're not on the same frequency. Right. Yeah. So vibes is everything. Yeah, I, and I believe in that. I believe in energy. I believe in vibes, and I wouldn't do nobody like that. I'm professional. Yeah. Now all these other people are aspiring to do things. That's why you can't get nowhere. You know, we could jump. You know, that could jump into a whole nother conversation here or whatever, but I believe in not doing business. That is my no list with people I don't want to do business with. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, it's, uh, you know, and, and, and it's not a self-absorbing thing. It's just like, you know, sometimes it, it may not match up. Yeah. You know right. Everybody can't play on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's know? literally what it is. I tell people, I say that I I don't, I'm not very, I'm not a cocky person. Everybody knows if I say something, I'm joking. If I say something crazy, like, I'm always right. Now that, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. to tell you. I'm going to say this every week. I'm always right. Yeah. However, <laughs> I, do, I do tell people that if somebody says that they don't do business with Tiara, you mm-hmm. need to then ask them what their business practices are. Yeah. I work with everybody. Exactly. That's one thing. I'm in the business of helping people and supporting people and pushing people with whatever opportunities that I have or whatever I can help with. So if somebody's like, yeah, no, I don't work with Tipsy or so I don't work with Tiara Ponce, you better turn around and ask that person what... What type of fraud, scam, lie, whatever that they doing, or what have they stole, or whatever? Because I, it's it's one of those, it's it's that cookie cutter with me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that is a discipline as well, is learning when to exercise your now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people like myself, that's something I had to learn was, well, Dag, I don't want to say no too often, and people just think I think I'm on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. No, I had to recognize, just like what he said, you know, we are providing opportunities to people. And it is a platform that I'm, I I can provide, I'll say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's something that, you know, to a certain extent, you should be grateful for because there's several people in all of our industries, all of it. I'm deciding to, hey, would you like to whatever? And if I don't get a good response or if I make a flyer and people are like, I'm like, because everybody knows mm-hmm. it's honest business. You get yeah. what I'm saying? So I tell people all the time, like, exercise your no. They laugh at me at Ambitious Graphics, shout out to my boys, mm-hmm. because they know somebody walk into the shop and they're like, hey, you know, I was just thinking maybe you could do it, you know, I need it by tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I don't care what you're about to say. If, mm-hmm. my, if it comes to my head, no, it is no. How often, when's the last time, my friend gave me this, when is the last time you said no with no explanation? Like... You mind dropping me to the store? No. I say it all the time. And people that's what we know your drive, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, but now, I tell people all the time, no is the first word that should come out of your mouth. Because it's easy to go to yes. Baby, I'll tell you that. It's, a, it's easy to go to yes. <laughs> right? right? You know what I'm saying? No. Don't like, tell me no. Right, right. <laughs> go to your room. No. Like, oh, that's bad idea. Yeah, like, I'll be driving around, like, like you know, in gas stations or whatever. People walk and say, hey, can I get some? No. <laughs> walk away. I ain't got to explain nothing to you. I'm like, dude, you in a situation. That's a whole other thing for me, too. You know, why people are in a position that they are in due to whatever. Like, if I go give you money, I want to know your whole life story. Because I look at it this way. If I, if I spot you five $20 or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of a 30-second conversation, dude, you make more than people who go to work. Because yeah. that's five, 20 seconds. You know, made $5. Some people got to work three minutes to make $5. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. 
I'm like, nah, nah, no is the first word out of my mouth. Always. Always. Because I can always change it to yes. Say, yeah. yeah. But you can't say yes and go to a no. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Do you say no and then make the other person explain? That is that is my, mm-hmm. I'm the little, like, I'll, like, people, because, like, just, like, we'll do it again. Can you take me to the store? No. And I'm like, no, we didn't even take you to the store for him. Like, just like how you're saying, the uh, position. Why are you in this position to have to ask me to do? Yeah. And it's almost like the audacity and what's up. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes people don't self-check as much as we don't self-care. Yeah. So it's like, we need to exercise those no's. And then mm-hmm. really put those people, because a lot of times we don't check them. And we're so used to saying no, because, you know, I, I need some gas. And, you know, I really need to go. And I, I'm running late and whatever. And it's like, no. The person who has the audacity or the person who asks you, Get them to ask why they feel so comfortable mm-hmm. asking you that. Because certain things, like you said, can be done on their own. Like, there are things that are like, hey, you know what I mean? Can you drive me, you know what I mean, uh, next door? No. Oh, man, I'm just going next door. Walk. I leave. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. a lot of times we're not confident in our nose and we feel like we have to explain our nose. And that is a part of self-care. Understanding when to... Keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Of being very confident mm-hmm. and, and, and staying confident in your nose and staying confident in whatever you say and actually exercising it. Because you can say, oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I work out and I'm, I'm disciplined and I'm everything. And then it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? She has such a tight schedule. And as soon as you ask her to do something, yeah, sure, I could do it. Then are you really who you say you are if you're so available to do all these things? What mm-hmm. happened to what we thought yeah so i will say you know what i mean i love the discipline that you guys have mm-hmm. this is really cool I like this <laughs> seriously and shout out to you because you have a crazy schedule and i can never do it <laughs> um and it's because i just i have this battle with working out i just it's not in me i will i will dog myself <laughs> like yeah, i eat one today i'm yeah. content Shrivel enough, so I need to, I need to start eating meat again or something. Mm. Like, I don't like it. But I enjoy seeing people that work out and who are fit because it's like, that's a discipline I literally it don't is. even aspire to have. Yeah. I walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, take a, I'll take a cute picture in, my, um, in the gym. But that's what I'm saying, that emotional attachment, too. It's not there. It's mm. a love-hate, yeah. abusive yeah. relationship. Because right. I had a cute so situation. So your no is... My no is... <sighs> I, I'm guilt tripping to working out. My mm-hmm. friends call me like, "You want to be a gym partner?" And I'm like, "I guess it's a little good if I work out." Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get my fat ass in the gym. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then that, that, that picture that you take. And then I'm just oh, like, "Snap, yeah, I work out too, girl. I'm finna get back going." Right. Going and I just on. got on one of y'all t-shirts. That's it. I'm just there doing some promo. Like, make sure you guys shop with whatever, because I'm not in here doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I can't give you no tutorials. However, my self care. I'm working on. It's something that I think we all should admit that we we have flaws, and what are those flaws? Going back to those questions. Those imperfections mm-hmm. make us who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I still battle with being that ten piece lemon pepper. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 I ain't listening. Yeah. This ain't. This is a journey too. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I still battle with. Hey, you know, shoot, mm-hmm. getting that Hennessy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. When I when I know. Deep down, it's gonna, cause I ain't been drinking Hennessy yeah. for like three months. Yeah. And then the one time that I drank it, oh my God. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So 
it's it's a journey within itself. And I know mm-hmm. for me with fitness, I'm as I get close to forty. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, hey, look, it, I tell people all the time, I'm thirty eight years old. No, I don't man. feel like thirty eight. No, I feel man. like I'm in my twenties. No, I'm for I, real. Listen, real talk. I said this to my daughter. She's eleven years old. She be trying me. I said, baby, <laughs> age is a number. It like right. old is a mindset. Hey, age is number, old is a mindset. And mm-hmm. honestly, Raul, written by <laughs> Raul, I, I I'm love sorry, it. Andrea. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Like, <laughs> everybody, like, like, you do it, and then like a couple other people, it, it don't bother me. At 38, I feel better than mm-hmm. I did at 28. Yeah. But both the Hennessy with the chicken wings and the pork eating habits and DJing in the club and getting that waffle mm-hmm. high and then being so lethargic the next morning until about one or two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Rolling blood pressure and just yeah. you know just uh, just bad habits. So mm-hmm. the fitness push of not only being in shape physically for uh, to now that I'm responsible for other bodies that come yeah. to the class. Exactly. But I'm talking fitness after 40, 50, 60, mm-hmm. 70. This thing can go on. Yeah. So I definitely want to keep a certain kind of body tone, man, going yeah. forward. You know. Shit, so would you say that image? plays a role in your discipline because you are a public figure. Right. You get what I'm saying? So perfect example, like like me. Like mm-hmm. I tell everybody I'm a I'm a fishy fishy vegan. <laughs> I'm telling you, fishy fishy vegan. Vegan. Yeah, yeah, we we were talking about this last last week. Yeah, because I'm I'm a pesca pesca vegan. Yeah, she's a pesca vegan. Okay. So like I'm vegetarian vegan or whatever. However, if I'm cheating, like I eat salmon or or shrimp or you get what I'm saying. Like, okay, seafood. okay. You okay. get what I'm saying. So that's as far as I'll take it. However, mm. I know I cannot go downtown mm. into any of those restaurants and eat a burger. Yeah. People will be like, wait a minute, no tiara that. She's a vegetarian. What are mm-hmm. you doing? You get what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. perfect example. You. You are the fitness guru. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying around here? Like, if we see you, you are yeah. in always using, like, I don't know the word for them. Like, the leggings with oh, the yeah, shorts yeah, yeah, the tie, and yeah. the t-shirts mm-hmm. and the... Right. You get what I'm saying? You're going to see him. He's going to be fit. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. if I saw you eating a burger and fries, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, let Damn. me, let me go to overtime tonight and give me some wings. Mm-hmm. T-Lo, really? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I feel like that's another thing. Image plays a role in our yeah. discipline and yeah. our self-care. Yeah. How much, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're looking at, or if you're like, oh, I know this person to be X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's well. That's the responsibility that it carries. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know Whether it be good or bad, though. Whether it be good or bad. If because I'm a pastor, I can't, oh, you know, man, cuss it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you right. Know, I, 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 right. Yeah. In a self-care perspective, especially as like public figures, mm-hmm. think about celebrities who are used to being high all the time, used mm-hmm. to being gone, used to be off that lean or whatever they like to call it or whatever. But it's like, dad, like your self-care doesn't matter because your image states that this is what you do. You do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I, every time I see you, you should be drunk. Yeah. Every time I see you, you should be high. You get what I'm saying? Like, do you know a, a, a Wiz Khalifa or, you get what I'm saying? Name your favorite smoker rapper mm-hmm. and you imagine seeing them sober one day. Is that their image? No. So now does it discount what they do? Does it discount not, their discipline to their lifestyle? Not in my brain, but you know, that's everybody else. I'm, I'm a different person. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But you get what I'm saying? Those are all factors that I yeah. think that we need to 
realize how much of each one of those factors, the discipline, the self the self-care, the, the image, how much of those things actually hold weight and what are the things that you actually give a shit about to actually mm-hmm. even adjust. Because if you don't care about your image, mm-hmm. guess what? You're good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, y'all think whatever y'all want. Like, perfect example, he can sit down and he knows that one... 10 pieces, not going to mess up his ass. So he can like, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Yeah. I'm going to eat this chicken. Yeah. And I'm still going to be better than looking at your baby daddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and that's just that. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you're that confident in, you know what I mean? Your discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we're wrapping that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, the art the, of self-care. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a long art of, you know. That still, was. I'm going to chop this in a couple of episodes. Right. <laughs> we can. But it, it's fine though. It's about flowing and stuff like that and going up. You know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, or whatever. So you know, uh, but uh, he was my, a perfect person for like a bunch yeah, of time. I yeah, like yeah, Self care, yeah. discipline, image. But he could talk about these topics too, though. Uh, music business tips. And this week, last week I was talking. Well, I talked about last week. Oh, manager, when they get one. This week I'm gonna talk about publishing, music business publishing. Yeah. I think uh, with all the experience dealing with a lot of different artists, one, they don't even understand it. Um, but I'm talking about from the standpoint of having a PRO, which is a performance right organization, and there's only three of them you can sign up for in the United States, um, ASCAP, BMI, or CSEC. Uh, not really much big difference with the formulas and stuff. The only difference between ASCAP and BMI and CSEC is that CSEC, they have to approve your music for you to join it. The other two, you just point, you just pay. Um, and once you join one, you have to stick with that on both sides. So artists do have to understand you have the songwriting side, which is your mechanical royalties, and then you have the publishing entity. Uh, whenever your song gets played on the radio, terrestrial radio, digital radio, it does not matter. Um, it generates mechanical royalties. So like on terrestrial radio, FM stations is like close to 10 cent or whatever. Um, so we're going to just keep it simple. 10 cent is split between pay directly 5 cents to the songwriter or writers of that particular song. The other 5 cent is sent to the publishing entity. So that's why I was saying earlier, like they miss out on the other half because they only register as a songwriter without registering as the publishing entity as well. Um, so I'm like, you live, miss out on half the coin, especially if it's just one person on the song and if you produced it as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm like they gotta really understand what publishing is, and publishing checks will like last forever. Um, you can take a song like uh, the dude who sung uh, Lion King or whatever. They just had DJ uh, Vlad just interviewed him recently, uh, the Jason Weaver. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He okay. sung that when he was young. The original line. Uh-huh, the original. Uh huh. Voice. He, uh huh. He, his mom got him to turn down two million upfront with no royalties on the back end, right? So it was great though because if you listen to the interview, he gave you game or whatever, and he like he gives credit to his mom. Yeah. There was like, well, and you know, they had Aladdin, all these successful music, uh, movies, whatever. So Disney was like just throwing out money or whatever, right? So she was like, well, hold on. Because you know, everybody excited. Oh, man, I'm about to get paid $2 million. That's your biggest check that you're about to get. Well, so everybody would be like, oh, like I need to jump on that. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and she was like, well, excuse me. Um, they're going to offer you $2 million. Hold up. Maybe we should, like, you know, really think about this or whatever. So what they did was he renegotiated. It was like, ah, 
Let's not take the two million. He took a hundred thousand dollars to do that song, to record it and everything for them, in order to get royalties, right? He ended up making more than two million. I bet he did. <laughs> Over the, and every time the music is done, now let me go a step further. Uh, he got royalties because he was a performance artist, right? Mm-hmm. The person who actually wrote the song gets got paid even more, and this is why they got paid more. It was a huge when it first came out as a cartoon movie, right? Mm-hmm. Even when they redid it, and Beyonce did the. Uh, song or whatever when they were going back and forth that particular song. Just Can't Wait to Be King. Uh-huh. Just Can't Wait to Be King. That was the one. Um, or maybe whatever. That particular song um, because it's re-released even as a new version the original person who wrote it gets paid regardless because you're still using the original no, lyrics. So uh, no matter who records it it's not their song. They just get paid performance royalty. We're talking about the mechanical royalty is actually going to the songwriter and the publisher. So, like with Dolly Parton writing songs and Whitney Houston singing them. Dolly Parton made $2 million off the bodyguard, didn't even have to do nothing. Wait a minute, you give me something I ain't know. Dolly Parton wrote that for Whitney? No, Dolly Parton released it back in like 1970s or 80s or whatever. It was a hit then, and then they re-recorded it. And I will always love you. Uh huh. It was a country song version of first. Then Whitney Houston re-recorded it. So if wow. Uh huh. The music business. Exactly. So like, say if you write a song and somebody you put it out, um, you don't even have to put out a song. I t- I'll tell you another one that like it flipped or whatever. Um, so you put it out and it's not even a hit or whatever. The dude who wrote uh, the song is Friday night, time to get paid. Uh huh. When NSYNC recorded that song, it went diamond. Who was walking to the bank with the chicks? Yep, because he kept the copyright. Just got paid. Uh, yeah, they they uh no they re they redid it as a single. Really? Uh huh. NSYNC did. Um. (laughs) <laughs> what I'm just saying, Wait, like the, the album insane. still went. It was still insane. Yeah, yeah they went diamond on Not that album. That single, the album. The album went diamond, but it was a leading single. It was a leading single. Yeah. Really? I'm like, um, like Ludacris is definitely a person that people can go look up, go like uh, Mega Minds, um, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Go and listen to the ending credit song in there. He has a song that's in there from his first album. Mega Minds. Uh huh. It's a cartoon uh, where it's like alien superhero types, mm-hmm. something or whatever. My kids watch it or whatever. Now, as soon as I heard it, I was like, damn, Ludacris got paid. There's some movies that are actually coming out now um, that where they're like 10 years old or whatever. Hey, I heard 50 Cent song somewhere um, on a release or whatever from his first album. It's crazy, man, because I've been listening to But then you got all these different territories too. I'm like, you can have stuff like in Japan or whatever right, that's right. huge. Right. Of, um, I was in some camp this year. We played it for the kids. Uh, the little black Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Biggie. Uh-huh. Hypnotized. Uh-huh. Cartoon. I said, yep. look at that. Getting paid. Go ahead, Diddy. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the thing with publishing. Otis Redding was the first, and this goes to Macon's history and heritage, was the first black African-American solo artist to keep publishing. When he signed with Capricorn Records, he kept part of his publishing. That's why 
his descendants, Otis Redding Jr. the third, his uh uh uh-huh, all them, the wife, that's how she was opening that store downtown. I'm like, she I'm like she been collecting checks on his behalf. Wow, so so Otis by Jay-Z. When they sampled that, that was a million dollar uh, sample. Plus, you have to pay them per. Uh, plus, it, they get they get paid for the sample because you got to clear the sample, whatever the fee is. I'm like, that was a huge song or whatever, so they probably cleared like a million just off of that Jeez. sampling. But then every time it plays somewhere, it's creating a new uh, it's a new composition, but with a sample in it, so you get paid that too because it registers on your publishing. So you can pay it off your old version because people are going to look it up too. Yeah. And yep. it'll revigorate the catalog. Uh huh. And then the new that has a sample in it, you get paid off of that too. If you can make a song, a real dominant song, mm-hmm. you got yourself Yeah, that's only if you can keep your publishing though. These, only, that's only if you keep publishing. keep publishing. These new artists nowadays signing these 360 deals and all that stuff, they sign already publishing. I'm like, that's what the Locks whole thing was with Biggie. I mean, not with Biggie, with Puffy. Mm-hmm. He had they publishing on hold because he owned it. Like, they did that whole campaign. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Where, like, the locks We raping you. Uh-huh. We raping you. Uh-huh. All that. But and I'm it's like, in he the contract. Get, That's what But they say. don't read it. They don't, they don't read, read it. it. And then it's everybody else's problem. Exactly. Yeah, yeah man. He, he a snake. He did it. Dude, that's like with, uh, with the TLC. Uh-huh. Yes. It's in the contract. Now, your literacy level got to be up before. Same thing with R. Kelly. He ain't getting paid all that. And he had all those songs. Dude's illiterate. Catalog. Catalog just sitting there just collecting money for somebody else. Oh my. Michael Jackson owned 3,000 songs that wasn't his. That's why TV, uh, Sony. Okay, well, Paul McCartney, okay, this is. I've read the book by Walter Yenikoff, who was the CEO of CBS that owned the uh, label that, um, the Beatles and all that, or whatever. They owned Columbia. And at the time. Uh, Paul McCartney, who was the lead uh, singer for the Beatles, uh huh. Of course, they had sold their publishing to uh, whatever company it was. The lawyer, who uh, was Michael Jackson's lawyer and Paul McCartney's lawyer, the publishing was up for sale. He called Paul McCartney like, "Hey, do you want to buy y'all's catalog back?" Paul McCartney was like, "Nah, man, it's too expensive." He, well, they, uh, whoever was selling it was wanting like twenty million for it. Michael, they didn't go hit up Michael. Like, Michael, you want to buy this? He's like, yeah, I'll buy it. Price went up. He bought it for, like, I think, close to 28, 30 million or whatever. Sat on it. Started licensing the songs out to Pepsi and all these other places. And then he also acquired, like, other people's stuff, too. Um, blew it up. The catalog ended up becoming, like, 78 million over, like, 10 years, whatever, the value of it. And then blew it up again because he re-released the songs to additional licensing. Once your licensing deal up, you can go to license with somebody else. Because you're just licensing, you're just letting them borrow it. It's still yours. You're just giving them permission to use it, to borrow it for a time span. That, that catalog ended up blowing up to where Sony got mad. And he, Michael, there's a, there are interviews, not professional interviews, just little snippets out there that you can go and find out. Uh, Tony uh, Montello, whatever, who was the president of Sony at the time, Michael would call him like a bad man or whatever. Like he's just an evil man, you know, in Michael voice or whatever. And it's because Michael's publishing company, because he owns so many artists and he had licensed so many of those deals, it, even though it was going through uh, Sony at the time, they were paying him. It was like a Master P Universal type situation. They were paying him more money because they were doing administration of the catalog, which is different. 
um, more money than they were keeping. And they got pissed. So, I, me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se, but I think, you know, it was a setup or whatever. Well, you know, the whole thing with Prince, mm-hmm. knowing his. He got his back from uh, uh, Warner Brothers. And you do a show in Atlanta, and the next day you go. Like, yeah. Wait, whoa, wait a uh-huh. minute. Yeah. After you sat down and met with them people. Wait uh-huh. a he minute. Got his, he got his publishing back, and then he licensed some of it to uh, Jay-Z through Tidal. Yeah, that's why Jay-Z said in their line, Prince Masters lie with us. Yeah, but with Michael's situation, look at this. Michael sells out on tour and everything. People talk about he was broken. No, Michael was crazy rich or whatever. Um, he dies. His estate takes control of his catalog. Two years later, Sony buys back half of his catalog for like $300 million. They would He wouldn't have done that deal if he was alive. No. I'm like, to me, it don't, you know what I'm saying? And then what I didn't know, your name is on as well. By the label. Uh-huh, label. label. Mm -hmm. Because it's your image. You can't go out there. That's why, like, artists, when they sign these contracts or whatever, and, you know, this goes into other stuff, whatever, you're signing away the rights to your name. You can't do it. Especially, like, they'll sign up for a solo deal in a, a group deal. So if you go and try to join a group, whatever, you can't do it. That's why you have... Like Prince changed, that's why he changed his name to a symbol. The artist formerly known as. Uh huh. Because they own Prince, the name. So. He didn't say Prince. The artist formerly known as. And uh-huh. I was a little boy, I'm like, why they call the Prince the artist formerly known as? Mm hmm. That's why he had changed it to like that, that, yeah. that horn looking symbol or whatever. Yeah. And then he got his name back or whatever. Wow. So he, he made more money being on his own, too. Yeah. Like he when did. He, he, was he put out that, uh, that album, it was like a three disc. Or whatever he did, exclusive with Target, sold like two hundred fifty something thousand the first week, and I'm like, just the numbers on that is crazy, or whatever. Because you're not only thinking about record sales, you the downloads he did, you also thinking about touring that he did, and when he did the tour or whatever, I'm like, that even encompassed. And then he re-released the freaking thing again, and people bought it up again, or whatever. I'm like, he even charted, and I'm like, oh, they just get money everywhere. But as independent people, like. Man, that's like if you hit the sweet spot of being independent but also getting major exposure, or if you already have a name, you can create so much wealth. It's just, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, like people shit out Master P or whatever, but Master P sold 100 million records with an 85 15 contract, meaning that he got 85% of the money, Universal got 15%. If you think about at that time, the average contract, uh, the album for retail, or whatever, was 20 bucks. Like, even if you take it at 15, I'm like, that's still. Uh, one point something billion dollars that's generated through your label. That dude was making money. And he was dropping stuff every week. Uh-huh. Shot come out, uh-huh. Man, everybody and everybody going platinum and stuff too. <laughs> Plus the you ain't even talking about I'm like that's how he was able to like you people like the broke thing with him, this dude is not broke because no, he can't be. One, Who's saying it has to be broke? Man, they was they were saying they were trying to kill his image or whatever. They have been saying that for a long long time, like yeah. ten years now saying he broke. But it's because you can't figure out what their wealth is because right. he puts his money into his company, mm-hmm. which is I'm sorry, this is a whole other topic, a whole other show. It's whatever. No limit. Um, when you put your money in a private held company, it's not publicly traded, so you have no idea what it does. Don't nobody know how much I make, right? Between all my companies, they're all private. I know. I try to Google. <laughs> <laughs> try to Google them too. And it's never going to be there because I want my stuff private. I don't want nobody knowing. 
But then don't even, you don't even have to do that. All you gotta do, like you can actually tell them you don't want your public your picture published or whatever, because that's part of the terms you can opt out of. But then also don't have to write the check to you, write it to your business. Put it in the business. That way and then you ain't even gonna pay the same amount of taxes you would individually because you're being taxed at an earner's income rate as opposed to a business. Because now that money is flipped into a business. All your expenses that you get to write off. And then if it's an LLC, it's capital gains money. So at the end of the year, man, the highest tax rate you paying is 15%. That's why I was gonna ask you so, uh-huh. like, 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 okay, now we know what the business one on one is. LLCs and things of that nature. Uh-huh. Uh, this past year, my biggest accident, which was my foot, mm-hmm. was my biggest asset because it allowed me mm-hmm. to now look deeper inside because I was working full time at a plant DJing and figuring out all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I started digging into business, went to the Entrepreneur's Training Program again, making it the program, which is free, by the way, free plug on that. 12-week program mm-hmm. on Wednesdays and it was just a lot of stuff about business that I just didn't know. Yeah. And when you're talking about you utilizing debt, mm-hmm. leveraging debt, mm-hmm. and paying it off as a business expense, mm-hmm. the first thing of having that business mm-hmm. and having a land address, mm-hmm. not an apartment, yeah. not a, you know what I mean? Commercial real estate. You yeah. know. But you, you, yeah. you, you, you know, there's ways around it like as far as like looking it's all about perception, right? Mm-hmm. With business, don't nobody care if your business doesn't uh, require people coming to a brick and mortar. A brick and mortar, yeah. You can have a business to where you can use post office, you can use UPS as a physical yeah. address. I don't nobody know what those addresses are. Yeah. I'm like 1040 yeah. Pine on Avenue. Don't nobody even know. Right. It's just recognized by the state as a legit business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so. anyway, like you, you know, just, you know, restaurant agents like myself, like I know how to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. See what I was built about. Mm-hmm. You know, one more. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, it's 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 up, uh, man. You are a walking. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I am encyclopedia information. Yeah, man, I, I, you know what? I, I'm 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 retaining information that's better too. <laughs> Trust right. and believe, sir. <coughs> and my emotional well-being yeah. will then be up to par to the great one. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, but just like recapping, like publishing or whatever, you know, artists, especially independent artists, I gotta understand you know, what it is, what all you gotta do, the different agencies, not only just with the CSAC, ASCAP, BMI, but also copywriting and registering with SoundScan. I mean, not SoundScan, Sound Exchange, which is a nonprofit side of DC. It's government, it's founded in 1992. It has to deal with people who have the copyrights to the music, the copyright holders for the music. And, you know, you get paid off of that, too. So, it's a lot out there that they got to learn. And they got to, you know, that's my music business tip, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. We're going to get it. You ready for the hot artist highlights? Yes. Okay. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first this time? Or I don't even remember who went first last time. You can go first. Okay. Um, as a recording artist, and, you know, you know, uh, Ty, you can do this because, you know, you're a DJ as well. If you want to chime in, if there's anybody out there, especially on the indie scene, I like highlighting independent artists yeah uh, so my artist this week last week i did uh lord deandre smith he's out of east dublin 
this week I want to give a good shout out to my boy Getty, um, King Getty, or he, he likes to call it the Getty, the way he say it or whatever. It sounds funny because he's really making, you know what I'm saying, his accent and all that. But Getty put out uh, Unmasked Monsters, a solid, 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 solid uh, album, um, especially uh, from this area and just being independent. I'm proud of him, man. And he be out there, he's pushing. Remember, he did the A3C uh, performance. This man was he's done. five times throughout A3C. Yeah. Like, he was like, yeah. I got an 8 o'clock show and a 10 uh, o'clock show. So if you can't make the 8 o'clock show, exactly. there's a 10 o'clock like, one. He's I can out send there working. Working. Who is yeah. that now? King Getty. King Getty. Uh huh. Uh, he's on, I, I'll send you all his stuff, whatever. Um, He just oh, did his man. video uh, for, uh, what is it? Uh, tripping or dripping or whatever it is with the uh, I think that's his baby mama for the hook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, nice video. It's supposed to do what it is because it's like a sexual, sensual type song or whatever. So the video, I, I was I like the video. Um, so he, and like I said, he's out here working and he's selling their project. He he did a digital release and he also did physical release too. And he got posters and stuff. He's been selling his posters and all that. So this man is moving. So like, And he don't care where he at. Yeah, he don't. He could be in he, Atlanta. He'd be like, I got a poster. You want to support me? Mm-hmm. What would you give me for my poster? And I'm like, I did a showcase and he won. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, me. Uh, well, I won't say me, but we did the uh, Revolt, Revolt Summit um, artist yep. showcase. And he came and he blew everybody away. It was like, wait, who is this dude? Where is he from? And he won, and he performed at the Mercedes Benz Arena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like legit had a, a whole showcase outside of the Mercedes Benz Arena. Like, and he has a buzz. Yeah. He has a real, genuine buzz, and it's because he pushes himself. Yes. And I tell him all the time, like, I am so proud of you yeah. because all the things that I feel like sometimes I have to like tell the artist to do. Getty's already hitting me like, yo, man, I got a couple things lined up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if you got something, let me know. I'll mm-hmm. see if I can work you with. Whereas the other people are like, mm-hmm. what you got? And I'm like, what are you doing? Well, mm-hmm. What you got? And it's like, you know the conversation I have with Getty? Like, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? I gotta yeah. find this man. I gotta, exactly. I gotta book him. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, so I appreciate the initiative that he takes as an artist. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things that he does and you'll hear him speak on. And it's mm-hmm. like... A lot of these people think that this stuff is going to be done for them. Yeah. Tying into what we talked about last mm-hmm. week about managers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Giving people roles and you don't even know what the role is to even show them how to do it or know that they are doing the proper thing for your career. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I love the fact that he takes that initiative because he's he's going to be successful. I tell him that all the time. Yeah. I'm so excited for your day. Like, mm-hmm. some people, I'm like, follow your dreams. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for his day. Like, yeah. And I can confidently say that because he works towards his end goal. It's not being done for him and he's mm-hmm. a face. No, he's a face in a place. He will walk up to you and start rapping if you ask mm-hmm. him to. Like, yeah. He has the initiative. Yeah. And then also, I would like to highlight, you know, he did go through Andres' uh, boot camp of business. I did his LLC. He's, so right. he's on the business end, too. Okay. So, you know, he's, he's set up. He's, he's he's good to go. Okay. Yeah, so, you know. And where is he from? He's from here, Macon. Macon? Yep. He was my first interview this year. Like, I interviewed him before, whatever, but we really went into a depth, and, like, we had a freaking hour-long just conversation, and people were loving it. 
But they ate that video up. It's almost up to a thousand something views now. Yeah. yeah. He has a really good like following. Yeah, he does. He like I said, he out there working. Yeah. Uh, uh, King Getty. King Getty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I seen his stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you know you can play in the club, whatever the case. Like I talk about like certain artists, like you know what I mean. You listening to their music because you know them to support them. Like mm-hmm. I actually like enjoy his music. I tagged him the other day because uh, you know Hitman did a lot of his uh, recording and uh-huh. mixing and all that. I told him the other day, dude, I'm still listening to your music. I was doing it while I was making soap for the cook shop. Tagged him on Facebook and everything. And the people started like liking it, sharing it, all that, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm genuine with my support with people. You know what I'm saying? They know when I'm doing promotional stuff, whatever. Um, but they also like my genuine, when I'm genuine with people, whatever. I'm like, he's that dude that needs to be pushed and needs more support behind him because he can go. You know, so that, that that's my uh my recording. Uh huh, King Getty. Um on Facebook like that and then it's like Lord King Getty on Instagram. Uh but definitely shout out to o- Getty. OGF. Yeah, OGF uh OGF on Facebook. OGF uh King because this is like organized grind family, that's what that stands for. Okay. Like he actually had like he was the one that was pushing uh like a fresh produce and everything, like a couple years back. Um, that was him setting up all those shows and stuff. And he was setting up shows for other people. And, and he, the record store out there? Yeah. Uh, that was him working with uh, B3. Okay. Yeah, um, the DJ. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that was, that's the soft skills of the grind. Uh-huh. Know? Exactly. Create a platform for yourself. But uh, I, I do want your input. Do, uh, are there any artists that you hear of around here or, you know, anybody that you want to shed some light on? I'm going to tell you the truth, man, because... You know, here lately, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, doing, like, more corporate events. Wins, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Really like Which was the goal. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which was the goal, man, because my 20s and everything. Yeah. You know, but always, man, and I think, um, you know, I, I listen out for artists uh, when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I love what Vince Love did with the Lord Field Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that, yeah. I love that. Uh, uh, Alliance Apprentice. Uh-huh. I think he changed his name. Super, super talented. Um, and um, I would, I would love to hear uh, some great R&B or some great soul out of Macon. Drew Smith. Huh? Drew Smith. Drew Smith. Mm, he was at the uh, when I interviewed you. Remember when we did the interview at the thing that Tyrus did the uh, blanket drive. Yeah. Drew Smith was one of the artists that performed. Okay. So I will see his stuff. He's okay. he, he's what you like when you say that. Yeah. He he's he sold his uh, last album Ocean Blue. Okay. Uh it's it's okay. nice. Because I would I would love to myself born in twenty twenty, that's what I was gonna talk, mm-hmm. talk to you about. Um with the with the other business mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanna create a certain platform for the that new Neo Soul. Yeah. Yeah, he he'll fit that. I got a couple others too I can put you on too. But yeah, you're you're gonna like him or whatever. because um, he, he fits that mold of and then just to, you know, help let you know how he really doing, I added his song to make him be a BFM and it shot the top ten within the first week. Really? Yeah. Okay. And like I said, with make it be a BFM, I get over one hundred thousand listening minutes a month. Fifty something thousand around USA. All over the country, different places people plugging in. Um, twenty something thousand in Canada, another twenty seven thousand in France, and then you know the various countries after that. So I'm like, it's a very diverse listening audience. 
Um, but yeah, he shot in the top 10. First week I added him. I have artists who I've had on there for like months and they ain't even cracked the top 10. Mm, so, you got some good stuff here. Uh-huh. Okay. And there was that one song, Wake Up, I got in there, I believe. That's some type of a song. But his project, though, I, it's on Spotify now that I listen to it. He's, he's an artist that will go if some, if, you know, like, of course, artists got to push themselves. But if he gets more people around, influencers, DJs, all sorts of whatever, he'll go too. So, like, that's what I'm telling But I, I, I just, yeah, no problem. Okay. Right. No, no problem. problem. So, Miss Ponce, who's our visual uh, hot artist highlight for visual artists? Our visual artist of the week is. I'm gonna go with this week. Who? His name is Dustin Mullen. Okay. Mullen Arts. Mullen Arts. I don't know. It sounds yes. familiar. And I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to discredit him at all. I don't. Uh-huh. He, I don't. I don't. I don't know if he is a new artist or what. Mm-hmm. When I say that this man is very talented, mm-hmm. um, you can follow him on Facebook, Mullen Arts, mm-hmm. and he is just super dope. He does fan art. I'm a big fan of that. So like you'll see like the UGA and the, the Bama and all that stuff. He'll like paint those um, mm-hmm. on like wood boards and stuff. And he's hosting an event this weekend. And, oh, okay. and it'll be his first sip and paint. Okay. And I'm hoping that I have the schedule to really go to it because I want to support him. Yeah. I, I just think that I don't give a crap when he started, honestly. Mm-hmm. The talent is there. So is he a realist like um Miss Madison, or is he more no, abstract? It's more or... abstract, more technique. Because ah. I've seen him do a lot of pores. Okay. Um, I would recommend him for like first time home buyer art. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a whole market. I mean, like I'm already sitting here like scheming, and he, he knows to a certain extent. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't wait to showcase you. I can't wait to, you know what I mean? Get you like however I can mm-hmm. help or whatever. And that's why he was putting together a second thing, and I was like, you know. What? Yeah. I'm gonna try my best to make it. Like, okay. Um, but he's super dope. And All I think right. that you guys should not only support him, but follow him. Okay. And and take a look at his art. And he's really, really affordable. I'm gonna talk to him. Like. Wow. <laughs> he's very affordable. He <laughs> said, "I'm gonna talk to him, and he raises prices." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the thing is, like. Yeah. yeah. I know he can get so much more for what he's for what he's doing, and I love it. I love it, and I'm a big fan. So, shout out to you, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see all parts. So many different routes. That is him. Okay. Yeah. Got him. Bam. My man, you got another like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm excited to see what route he takes or what routes. I don't, you know, uh-huh. I don't box anybody in. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where he goes. Um, but that is my visual artist of the week. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into this. I'm just going to head roll this all in to one uh, upcoming events in the middle Georgia area. And then we're going to wrap up our subject matter, which is self-care and nutrition. And, uh, you know, I want y'all closing remarks on that. Um, but let's see here. Events that are coming up. I don't even know if I mentioned this last week, but uh, this week is uh, D-Stow's, um 
photo uh, yes. gallery. Okay, yeah, that's on the 19th. Yeah, the 19th. Oh, yeah, what is it? Yeah, this week coming up. Yeah, yeah, this this uh, particular Saturday. And I'm like, yeah. I actually couldn't vent at Carl's event or whatever because the Black Network because I already told D-Stone I'm coming out. You know what I'm saying? I got to support. And I'm like, he put this on like a whole month and a half, two months ago or whatever. It sent the invite. So, hey, yeah. people, y'all want me to come out there and support? Look, I will support everybody all that I can, but y'all got to send me this stuff in advance because my time gets booked up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to that. That's going to be at, uh, what is it? I think at 7. Let's see here. Yeah. At 499 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. What is that? 499 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. I'm trying to think of that actual venue that is. But Wait, it's 499. That's what I put it in as my phone Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Is that a JVA? That's it. That's the JVA. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. See, look at that. Sure is. Uh huh. Yep. So, uh, definitely, y'all come out there. It's from seven to eleven. I'm gonna get there because we taking our kids. So, yeah, everybody gonna get to see the whole clay. You know what I'm saying? All of you just gonna swarm in there. <laughs> no, no, I think because he got funded from Newtown, making it's a free mission or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but then like Disto also, I like Shout to just highlight that dude's a good dude, man. Like we got yeah. private conversations. It's me, him, uh, his wife, my wife, and uh, Chris, Christine, and I think her husband as well. We're like a little group or whatever. So we're actually gonna start doing like couple entrepreneur, uh, like date nights. Yeah. Look at y'all all cute. Finna make me get a wife right here. <laughs> I have to say right Let me get, Let me get my life son. together and get my life together. How about that? <laughs> but now I think uh, stuff like that, you know, it's needed. I'm bringing somebody different every time. <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, right. it's fun, though. <laughs> uh, don't, make, don't make it be cool. <laughs> But now I think it'd be cool though, like to like have like a little group or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, power couples or you know people who are into what we're into is being entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? Because we need that energy to vibe off of one another. Right, we ain't part of this. <laughs> you know, I'd be a couple. Gonna, I think you know people who would just like just go, bring friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just it, we, we, we could we could turn it right. into like a like a friend type thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's what I didn't start it. You know what I'm saying? That was just a, re- okay. a recipient of it. Okay. I mean, so, you know, if we see you and your wife, you still his wife, uh-huh. no. Yeah. You know, hey, but I, I think it's a cool or whatever. But yeah, that, that's what's going on. Going to support my man, his gallery. Um, trying to think the concert next, the following weekend on 26. The double up uh, with Carl. Uh, it's with Billy Sloan, Forty Cal, or whatever his name is. The I'm trying to make sure Goody Supreme uh, at uh, Spark Making at Guy Payne Road. Okay. That's gonna be the following uh, weekend Saturday, and the cook shop. Uh huh. The cook shop gonna be vending. Okay. So you know. I wish I could be there. Yeah. I'll be at Lundy. Mm. Um, yeah, doing Soul Fest. Yeah. So bring your babies. Bring everybody. Oh, oh also. That's yeah. uh-huh. Let me go ahead and get this out there too because about time this episode airs, whatever, on the table. I know you're doing one. I am. Yeah. The Southern Hi. Center is doing one. Man, I'm I'm 
you know, last year I had the opportunity to uh, host a table at Amici's. Thank mm-hmm. you. I think, yeah. You were the first table. You know, we are, you know, you are heavily featured in their marketing. Really? Yeah. If you go on, on thetable.com, there's so many pictures of you. Really? And me. Cause yeah, because now Andrea's in the, in the uh, she's in a new video that's out. You're in the booklet and everything. Like, uh-huh. you're on the website, you're in the booklet, you're yeah. in the pamphlet. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. Like, Look at this, this guy yeah. with the discipline. He's on the one crutch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to see him like... Yeah. Talking yeah, yeah. like, yes, uh, No, ahead. I watched that video though yeah, where you okay. was there or whatever. He had oh, my favorite, yeah. yeah, whatever. Maybe I can think whatever they want. He had my favorite <laughs> on the table um, because I actually gave a shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing with on the table. I'm sorry, everybody. Now I'm doing one. It's going to be very realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them, you know what I mean. Some, a lot of people are doing on the tables, and mm-hmm. it's great. And we all have amazing points to prove. Mm-hmm. So it's like, schedule it out. Make mm-hmm. it make sense. Anybody that's coming on the table, mm-hmm. make it make sense. Try to support as many tables as you can. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And see what everybody's talking about. Because yeah. we have a lot of new topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of new companies. And a mm-hmm. lot of new people who are representing uh, certain organizations. Or mm-hmm. just things in making. Mm-hmm. Um, but know what you're going to as well. Yeah. Because that's something that I know that I am, um, I'm ready for. Mm-hmm. Is the people who are coming in like this is what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. yes thank you for being responsible however mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying be a little knowledgeable coming to each table um, and, and be prepared to really learn and then yeah. do something with the information that we're giving you exactly you get what I'm saying like I learned about what on the table was through this guy here you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying like I was like I know like Nancy mentioned it to me and she was mm-hmm. like oh make sure you go to on the table and I was like and I mean, we get it. I scrolled through names, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, I know exactly what I'm going to." We came, we came to the store. He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing whatever, whatever." Me and Wayne was like, "Amici." Mm-hmm. He's a liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then when yeah. I got there, I networked with people. I networked exactly. with. Um, I can still tell you, I networked with um, Big Brother, Big Sister yeah. there. I networked mm-hmm. with the Girl Scouts. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that lady yeah. was there. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We had like, and then it was a diverse group. Yeah. yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. There was people there, and I'm like, what? Like, this is super dope. You yeah. get what I'm saying? And we actually gave a crap. So when you're thinking about on the table, know that you will be walking up to diverse groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you belong there. Yeah. Let me start by saying that everyone belongs at on the table. Mm-hmm. My on the table is actually going to be 100 seats. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. I'm doing a mm-hmm. sit and paint for art and culture. No, your location, I was looking at it. Where is it? Um, it's going to be a Triangle Arts. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 yes. okay. And, and, you know, unfortunately, I can't make that one because, you know, ours is at six, yours is at seven. Yeah. Ours is going to be here. We're actually feeding people for free. You are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the alcohol. <laughs> 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 Come on. Look, look <laughs> oh, you need, you need yeah. a, a alcohol vendor? Um, I'm trying to figure that out right now. Okay. Yeah, because... um. I, mine would be the unorthodox. I won't say unorthodox, but it's mm-hmm. different. I don't okay. know. I don't know. You just say non traditional. I, I just about to say my cousin. Okay. He does, uh, he does more with the wine. Okay. That's that. fine. That's okay. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want it to be like I'm, I'm, I'm doing it as, as I usually do a lot of things plug and triangle arts by doing it at their venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is a free mm-hmm. sip and paint as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, we got to talk about like the. the uh, when his schedule's up so Andre and I can come out there and you know for the yeah, red jersey for the top party back, um, tomorrow okay um, but yeah like I want it to be as, as plugged in as possible you know what I'm saying if I can have your cousin there 
doing the sips, mm -hmm. I'm doing the art and culture, and you realizing that you're at a huge, dope art space and venue, you know what I mean, available mm -hmm. for rent and making, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, a place where you can go and have your events, a place where you can come and enjoy local art, yeah. a place that you can use to throw art parties. Um, you get what I'm saying? Like, we need that awareness, and I love yes. what On the Table does. Yeah. Um, so definitely support. Go on Eventbrite, look it up, see, you know what I mean, everybody, and, and schedule yourselves accordingly. And, and, you know what I mean, make sure that you're RSVPing for things that you care about, because there's a lot of us. There's a lot of On the Table hosts this time. Yeah, I, I saw the, uh, you know, because on the website, you have to, like, use your fingers right if you're on the phone and like spread them and open the to pinpoint the our link is broken for some reason but then i can see how many people have signed up or something mm -hmm. like that i don't, I don't know how she, all i know is that yeah, yeah she knows all i know is that she told me you know i basically got to be here yeah because she might not be here i'm like how you not i'm like first of all stop passing stuff off to me right uh but she's getting way more comfortable whatever and i love it she's out there networking and meeting she all is. these people i see her like, all the time like uh -huh. and i'm just like I love seeing her work because it's like mm -hmm. some of the stuff I be reading and it'll be on somebody else's page and then they're like, and Andrea Cook, and I'm like, ah, ah, I know her. And I'm, I'm in the comments like, ah, let's get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or I'll, uh, I'm so petty about you guys. Like, I'm protective over my friends and their businesses. <laughs> when I see people, you know, borrowing their ideas, like how people love to borrow my ideas, like host your own paint party. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I'm very defensive to it. Yeah. So, like, anything CBD, I'm like, yeah, the cook shop, mm -hmm. the cook shop, because, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, where did everyone else come from in middle Georgia? Everybody was scared. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Andreas and his wife. Copy and paste. Shaving lives. Like, right. Oh, mm -hmm. no, it's, what do what people say? Imitation is the best form of flattery. Yeah, I don't really, but you I know. hate that. That's for losers. Yeah. That's for right. losers. Yeah, I don't really subscribe to that. At all. People tell me that, and I look at that, I'm like, if I punch you with my left hand, right. <laughs> and I'm right-handed, did you still get punched in the face? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's still the same effect. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you still stole. We're not going to yeah. paint not it gonna, and call mm -hmm. it something else. So. Okay, well, uh, any uh, events that you know in the middle Georgia area or Man, anything I, that you might be doing I that you want to plug? Uh, a couple of bookings. Okay. Which, uh, I'll, That's I'll, why you be there all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm actually going to be uh, the, the alumni chair in a couple of minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 1995 alumni. Um, October, we're still uh, what I call punching the city pink or raising awareness for breast cancer, mm -hmm. domestic violence, as mm -hmm. well as anti bullying. Yeah. So we're still. Uh, Keeping that same energy on that end. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, my classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Genetics and Warner Robins. Um, what else is going on? Feel free to come to the classes. Anybody who's sitting there eating chicken while we, you know, <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, on the table, I gotta confirm. I think I think I may I think I may do touchdowns. I'm gonna holler mm -hmm. at Madonna. I think I'm. Did I put that out there? I'm sorry. We've been talking about that. That's going to be dope. You're going to miss my on the table to come to yours again. You're going to miss y'all when you're sitting there. I'm going to have that big, big grow over there. Shout out to Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, what else I got? It's something else that didn't hit me. Oh, 
Women's Day okay. at Beulah Land, which is be on that 26, 26 is crazy. I know 26 is so good. I got like mm-hmm. two or three events like that Saturday starting in the morning. Mm-hmm. Women's Day event, um, they're actually doing a, a uh, girls empowerment. Okay. Uh, Minister Carmen Reed, who's my sister, um, she grade 6 to 12th grade. Okay. It's a $25 uh, registration free. Uh, the mm-hmm. cutoff date is on the 20th, which is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's a very cool thing uh, that, that they're doing for women's empowerment. I usually give away the pink boxing gloves, which represents power, mm-hmm. protection, and purpose. Okay. 3P effect with the, uh, with the pink gloves. And um, uh, other than that, man, um, and there's some private bookings that I got going yeah. on too, but Others as far as events, uh, we're gonna shoot for that on the table. Hopefully, uh, since I don't put it out there, they're gonna expect yeah be on that thirtieth. That's October thirtieth, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the on the table. Um, yeah, man. So, Definitely. Yeah, hey, going. let me know about the um the with the the women's the yeah the women's, women's day. That's on the twenty sixth. Um, yeah. I'll sponsor uh, a participant. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so like a give, giveaway. No, no, no. I'll sponsor the ticket. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, yeah, 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 for sure, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. don't you bring your little CBD stuff to Beulah? No, 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 no
go to uh, Todd's class or whatever, and then when she get done with that, just go and relax and paint with you. Y'all make sure that Exchange on the Pandora, man. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have to do that because yeah. my body takes not boxing training, mm-hmm. hip hop cardio, yeah. hip hop abs. So, you know what I'm saying? So, and I DJ total equipment. So, I need need your assistant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. It's like you need somebody in the bag. You know, trying to hire the bag. Trying to hire some mm-hmm. people, man. Listen, yeah. listen a lot of people. Wanna uh, want what an entrepreneur looks like. Yeah, they want to put in that work. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And that's why I don't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my self care tip uh, to take that nap if needed, um, uh, and take that bath when you when you, when you need it too. Yeah. No, 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 no. Take a bath. Take a bath. <laughs> take a bath. Period. Self care. Take a bath. Yeah. yeah. Relax. Go ahead, dip in again. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna oh, take a bath. And mm-hmm. don't let the phone control you. Yes. Definitely agree you with control that. Control the phone. Control off the leaf. Control yes. your life. Alternate your senses and delete mm-hmm. whoever exercise your nose. Exercise. That's what I'm talking about. Hey man, this is this is great. I love this even though like we went and we really talked and this is like <laughs> a good almost two hours, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's well worth it though. Like if somebody listens to this from you know start to finish or whatever. They'll definitely get a lot of hidden jewels and gems, and you know, a lot of inspiration um, should come, you know, and hit them. But uh, y'all go ahead, you know, shout out your social medias and where people can find you, and you know, your services and all that stuff. Catch me, Facebook, Todd Davis, government name, aka the same industry, but on Instagram. <laughs> Love it. And I am, because they look at the cartoon and they're like, uh huh. Like, oh, Santia Bonner, she's a great artist. That's one who. Drew that funny. Okay. Animation. That's the image. Also on Instagram at I A M T L U V. That is I am T Love. So that's my two handles, man. They say I need to just get out the chat on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's pretty much what you need right now. So there it is. All right. You guys can find me at Tiara Ponce um, on Facebook. Uh, I am Tiara Ponce on Instagram, Tipsy Arts LLC, and The Career Boutique on Instagram. As well as, you know what I mean, while we're sitting here, go ahead and pull your debit cards out and go on The Career Boutique. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, purchase something. And, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> all right, uh, your boy Andreas. Make that radio show, make it VFM, all that great stuff. You know, serial entrepreneur here. Uh, let's see, Bank Out Radio Show, uh, definitely uh, Bank Out Radio Show on Facebook, Instagram, Bank Out with two T's, underscore radio, underscore show on Instagram. Uh, follow that Making Bib FM as well. Just type it out, spaces in between the letters. Uh, you can download the app, Indie Plug Media, Google Store. And if you want to listen to the digital radio station, you can go to the makingbfm.com as well. You can go to, was it live stream? Yeah, that's the tab, I believe. Uh, hell, if y'all want to call me, just go, give me a call, 478-390-1709. I don't care. You know, I either answer for it or I don't. Y'all can don't hit us up. Me. Are you saying, don't call you? Don't call me. Don't call me. Y'all cannot call her. <laughs> right. The phone number's on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's on Instagram. Um, but as always, you know, appreciate y'all tuning in, uh, Tipsy Talk with TNA. Uh, y'all make sure y'all support, y'all can listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else, you know, this podcast is put out there. Right. So, hey, you know, that was, it was a great conversation, y'all. appreciate it. Uh, hey, Mr. Man. Davis, hey, man. Yeah, man. You gotta do it again sometime, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Seasonally, man. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting those gems from you, too. Oh like man, hey. It's positive uh, conversation. I value both of them. Yeah. Yeah, let's just make it bigger. Right. Yeah, make right, it bigger. Right, right. Because I don't be supposed to ain't nothing to do and make. It, it, they, yeah. Just, that's a whole nother, yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole, whole nother, nother yeah, yeah. Right so, like I said, I value all, I admire what you all are doing, and let's keep this same. Exactly. <laughs>